I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Coming up in this episode. So I'm covered in Brook Shields. 500 Copex, jerk. <laughs> Cats and dogs, I remember that was a good film. Like, that is geese. That is geese to eat a cockroach. They don't even give you toast. Fried bread, mate. In the ghoulies. Right in the ghoulies. <laughs> Thought he was clever, didn't he? Yes. Hello there, and welcome to the latest lockdown episode of A Mug's Gamebook, a podcast where I play through my old adventure game books with excellent people. Today we have a very special guest and the only person I've seen for what feels like about four years is my wife, Bryony. We're going to be playing through the classic fighting fantasy, The Rings of Kethar, which was a favourite of yours truly when I was a little boy. Although I remember it being really hard actually and not getting very far. Will Bryony get further than I ever did? I hope so, otherwise it'll only be ten minutes long and it'll be rubbish. Hello, special guest, lockdown edition, my lovely wife, Brian. Hello, Tom. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm fine, thanks. Are you going to enjoy this? It's not like we've not spent every minute of the last eight weeks in lockdown together. But it's been good, hasn't it? It's been fun. It's been really fun. And, and we haven't yet played any fight, fighting fantasy games. Yep. Um, we have done a lot of other things, though, We've such as... done a lot of Netflix and... Tom has mastered the art of making sourdough. I've absolutely, absolutely cracked sourdough. I've nailed it, mate. Which is yum. And as your special guest, your, your number one gal, we're going to be playing my favourite one as a little boy, The Rings of Kethar. Excellent. The lovely, big, fat, bald man... On the front, like the one you married. Pence. So, yeah, I mean, we're, we're going to keep him, especially for you. You've never played these before. So no. That's fine. I'm first going to give you two die. Two die. Your two dice. Thank you. Always correcting me. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a little rubber. Oh, Stadler. Stadler, yep. We're going to delve into the Year 7 pencil case. and I'm going to give rubber you... as well. Ah, uh, no expense spared, mate. A nice pencil. Mm. A Stadler pencil. Norris School Pencil HB. Made, Made in, in Germany. Germany. Auf Deutschland. Fine German engineering in pencil form. Indeed. Only Sehr the best. Gut. Only the best for mein Frau. <laughs> so we're going to make our way through the rings of Kethar. And um, in doing so, 
you're going to be fighting. But unlike the rest of the podcast, Pony, you're not just going to be fighting hand to hand. Oh, no, 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 no. You're going to have blaster combat and ship to ship combat. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, because this is in space, baby. (laughs) So to start with, we're going to roll for your weapon strength for your ship. Okay. Yeah. And it's a one. Yes. Not good, really. Oh. So your total weapon strength is seven. So if you just put that in your adventure sheet. And then we're going to roll for your ship shields. Okay. How buff you are. Oh, six. There we go. The exact opposite. So if you put 12 in there, because you add six to it. Okay. So the shield yeah. should be 12. The shield should be 12. Right. So so you're really buff, but quite weak. Okay, so I'm covered in brook shields. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Covered in well-armed shields. <laughs> uh, now we're going to roll you as a you, as a person. Give me a die. Just one? Just one for your skill, please. Woo! Six! Hey, so that means your total is 12. Add six Excellent. to it. Excellent. So you are incredibly skillful as if we didn't know that already Mm, nice and give me two dice give me two dice for your stamina this is like how much health you have and what was that seven not bad not bad statistically average actually Mm. so add 12 to that so that's 20 not Mm. bad not bad start not bad start and give me some luck score two or one just the one Five. Hey, that's not bad. So your luck is 11. They're actually really good stats to be starting with. So Nice. Well done. So, in as I mentioned, as well as normal hand-to-hand combat, where we both roll, add it to our skill, whoever wins, wins the other, you're going to be engaging in a bit of blaster combat. Mm. Oh, yeah. Sounds dangerous. Gunny. Um, works very similar, but instead of us both rolling at the same time, you just roll two, and you have to get under your skill score. If you get under that, which should be well easy, as long as you don't get double six, you've done it. You take four stamina off the other one, hand solo them, right in the belly. Okay. <laughs> and then they do the same, and you do it until one of you dies. Okay. Ship to ship combat works in much the same way, except you have a special attack. Two smart missiles. Ooh. Yeah, so put that down on your adventure sheet. Smart missiles. Two. You can use these at any time. And you just murk the other guy right out the sky. <laughs> just destroy him in one. Brilliant. Uh, and normal phasers work much like a blaster. But you just take off one. You also have 5,000 Copex. Copex. The standard. Is that a K or a C? That's K. Okay. K-O-P-E-C-K-S. Uh, that's standard intergalactic currency. Nice. So you've got 5,000 of those, and you've also got four pet pills, mm. which is the makings of a good night out. Exactly. And they will restore six points to your stamina each time. You can take it any time. Okay. Can't take half. Go on, half, half. It's tic-tac. I love it. <laughs> So, 
Fanny, are you ready? I'm ready. You ready for our mission to begin? I'm going to try. Let's go. The Galactic Federation consists of several hundred civilised worlds, all of which are signatories to certain basic federal laws and conventions. One of these concerns the suppression of trafficking in certain narcotic drugs. Simply, the export of narcotic drugs from one world to another is illegal. So you're basically playing a narc. Okay. The federal police force has become aware, however, of an extremely large flow of the illicit narcotic Satafil D from the tiny Aleph Signy system. As the individual worlds are supposed to police these matters themselves, they have developed some concern that all is not well with the Aleph Signy administration. With the obvious failure of the local administration to deal with this breach of federal law, your department, Federal Central, Vice, has decided to send a Grade 1 investigator, you, to locate the source of this drug flow, penetrate the organisation responsible, and then destroy it. Because of the possible untrustworthiness of the Aleph Signy authorities, you travel to the system incognito, posing as an interstellar travelling salesman with a cargo of exotic off-world fruits, spices and luxury. Once in the system, you are on your own. Good luck. What's my name? Your name is... However, you don't really want. have you don't really Shall have a we name. Talk? Should we come up with a name? Would I be an inspector? I mean, I sort of like I liked this when I was a kid, but in light of recent events, I'm really not rooting for you. <laughs> would I you're be basically, you're basically a copper. Yeah. Um, but would I be like an inspector or will I well, be going Well, you're a grade my... one in investigator. So maybe I'd be like detective investigator DI yeah, you could be DI Chance. DI Chance, that's DI good. DI Chance. Sorry. And in this universe, the current police force had been dismantled and replaced by a benevolent, non-racist faction. Okay. I love you. I'm just not rooting for you. Go. Right. <laughs> Five minutes to hyperspace termination. Flashes on the command video in front of you. An alarm bell chimes softly through the ship. In a few moments you will be entering the Aleph Signy system and if there has been any criminal infiltration of the Galactic Vice Squad, there could be a very hot reception. Four minutes to hyperspace termination. That's quite good, isn't it? That's, that's a bit like how. Yeah. Swiveling in your crash couch, you run a check through your spacecraft's weapon systems. Phasers, check. Smart missiles, two, check. Shields, check. Pretty hefty stuff for a travelling salesman, though no one's to know unless you have to use it. Until such time, your cover should remain intact. You charge up the conventional drive of your spaceship, raise the anti-spy beam shield and grit your teeth for the stomach-twisting end to hyperspatial travel. Prepare for insertion into real space-time. The bottom drops out of the spaceship. You follow at some super light speed. Everything flies back together and is once again, apart from the hangover you seem to have developed in the last moment, back to normal. There, on the screen in front of you, is the Aleph Signy system, the yellow star Aleph Signy, and its single planet, Kethar. Kethar, your Cosmonav, tells you, 
is a habitable world consisting of vast expanses of ocean and, apart from a few scattered islands, only one continental landmass. Circling this world is a small pockmarked moon known locally as Rispin's End. Not visible on your vid screen, but whose presence you are alerted to by your Cosmonav is a vast belt containing hundreds of thousands of asteroids. Where will you begin in your search for the drug runners? At the system starport on Kethar, turn to 333. On the moon, 328. Or in the asteroid belt? So I, DI, what was your name? DI Chance. DI Chance. So DI Chance can either stay where they are and investigate the asteroids. Go to the moon? You can go to the moon. Uh, lo- How can known I go locally to the moon? as Rispin's End. How do I do that? Well, you're in a spaceship. Oh, right. Sorry, I thought I'd come out of the spaceship. No, you came out of ah, hyperspace travel. Okay, so I'm just like circling, you're circling above yeah, the planet. Yeah. Okay, so I can either go to the moon where it's all happening. Known What's locally as Rispin's End. Rispin's End, so it sounds like a fun place to be. Yep. I, can inv- I can investigate the asteroid belt, which is uninhabited, it seems. Mm. Possibly. You don't know that. Or yet. do, what's the other thing? Um, you can begin your search for drug runners at the system starport on Kethar. The starport. The main planet. Okay, well, I mean, DI Chance, Chance by name, Chancey by nature, <laughs> should probably uh, try seeing what's around, you know, do the unknown first. Okay, he's going to have a little so scout. So I'm going to have a little look at the asteroid belt, which has no information apart from the fact that it's littered with asteroids. Excellent, right, 372, 372. And I'm, you know, shielded up to the hilt, so I'll be (laughs) fine. You will be. You accelerate towards the asteroid belt, your ship's twin fusion drive pushing you along at a steady three Gs. Suddenly, an alarm goes off and the command screen presents, warning, two unidentified vessels approaching from asteroids on intercept course. You push your ship into the slight turn to avoid any possibility of a collision, but the two vessels, instead of continuing straight, change direction to remain on collision course. Trying to catch you. No. In fact, they have begun firing their phasers. You will have to fight them. Okay, let's go. So... They have a weapon strength of five. You have a we- uh, weapon strength seven. of seven. So, you roll first. Two die or one? Two die, you got to get under seven. Oh, with two? With two. Oh, that's going to be hard. Okay, yeah. ready? Hit me. Wish me luck, everyone. Yes! Yep. Bam! Oh. So, you hit interceptor one. That has shields so he's down to one so now I get to roll for each of them individually because there's two of them so they've both got to get under five ten with the first one he misses shame I am rooting for these and that's a bit cocked but we'll say seven so I miss both times yes you get another one okay let's go let's go five so I'll hit you again yeah you've destroyed one of them (laughs) So now there's only one left. Oh, but he got snake eyes, which means he hits you. So he hits you for one. one. Oh, no. So I'm 11. Yeah. You can hit him back. Okay. Let's go, let's go. Eight. 
No. You miss as well. And I've got a nine, so I miss. You go again. And nine. you've got a nine. You miss. <laughs> yeah, oh, there we go. No. Four. So I hit you again for one. Okay. It's alright. So the laser shields. That's a seven. Afraid not. That's a ten. I miss as well. Yes. Yes. So now it's down to two. My I'm down to two. Okay. Oh, 12. I'm completely over. Yeah, hey, three. Again. So I'm down to one. Okay. Oh, I hit oh, you back no. though. No. Brook shields are going down. Yes, four. four. You're gone now. You're dead. Yeah. Blow yes. him up. Brilliant. Come on, chances. The eye chance blows up the two interceptors. If you destroy them, you may continue towards the asteroids or change course and go to Kethar instead. I'm not going to change course right now. I am going to take that chance. <laughs> I might find something in those asteroids. You might do. Worth looking at. Chance by name. Chance by <laughs> bloody nature. 367. The asteroid belt lies some four AUs out in a huge ring around the LF Signi. I don't... Four AUs. Uh, Astral units? I don't know. The asteroid belt lies some four AUs out in a huge ring around Aleph Signi. It consists of at least a hundred thousand fair-sized rocks and millions of little ones. Once you reach the outskirts of a small section of the belt, you realise the futility of your search. It would take a federal astro-survey team with ten ships a good 20 years to explore every rock capable of supporting a base. You head back to Kethar. Oh, all that for nothing. Turns three through three. What a shame. It's a shame, isn't it? But, you know, you murked a couple of uh, interceptors. Yeah, but did I blow my cover? Do they? Are they going to be alerted now? That there's well, someone maybe. strange. But I think, I think maybe the... if you'd let them get away, but you didn't, you sort of quite ruthlessly put them but down. But what if their bosses, straight family, wonder why they don't return? Good point. Mm. We'll see. You land at Kethar's only starport, which is on the continental landmass, only 10 kilometres from the planet's capital city. Your ship is towed to its parking space where, to your dismay, you are boarded by several customs officers looking for contraband. What? Drugs? You ask. They look at you smugly before replying. Mm -mm. What voice shall I give them? American. American, okay. Maybe, I, I don't know. I didn't give you a voice either, actually. What sort of... What voice would you like? Um, you could sort of... Why don't we DI, do it like a film DI noir? DI Chance. Yeah, so that could be. So you could do New York New York. Me, and they what, could... What, drugs? I can't really do New York. I can do about three accents. I mean, I could do like Taggart. What the? <laughs> okay. <laughs> but then... <laughs> my, my one accent, which is sort of what, vague What am Scottish. I actually saying? What, drugs? What, drugs? No. How would they New York? New York. What, drugs? I'm walking here. Drugs? What, drugs? Drugs? I think it's drugs. <laughs> drugs? <laughs> no, it's not working. What about another famous detective? I'm gonna, I'm gonna make you tag. Okay, it. fine. But then I'm a man. 
No, you're just a female Taggart. I, 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 it was, Taggart wasn't a person, Why was don't it? I... It was just about a Scottish police okay. force. I don't know. I never watched it. Uh, what? Drugs? They look at you smugly before replying, I'll do them, American. No, technology and this, says one of them, finding your spy ray is an example of it. I'm sorry, this device is a prohibited import and as such will not be returned to you. Good day. They leave the spacecraft. Cross the spy ray off your equipment list. Oh, I don't have a spy ray. <laughs> you, you did have a spy ray, but no oh, longer. Oh, spy ray. Cross the spy ray off your equipment list. Rather brusque treatment, and they didn't even check your cargo. You could ask a few questions around the starport. Turn to 394. Go to the local law enforcement headquarters and ask for some help. 255 off the pigs. Or, if you want to keep a really low profile, find a shady starport canteen in which conduct a few discreet inquiries. 100% the last. I love the sound of a shady <laughs> space canteen. Yes. But will they serve some dirty tea? <laughs> <laughs> What's dirty tea? Just like really stewed tea. <laughs> Most cafes serve that, don't they? Oh, I love dirty tea. I really love really dirty strong tea. tea. Or <sighs> really crap pie. <laughs> I hope you get both. And I hope that the seats are really sticky. And the floor. This sounds like my perfect calf, bro. And that... You know, the air smells of grease. Oh, this sounds like the calf. Grease and sweat. It sounds like the calf down the road that you will <laughs> never let us both go into. But when you're at work and I'm not, I go into occasionally for a horrible breakfast. Uh, it's absolutely brilliant. Uh, they just they don't even give you toast. Fried it's bread, mate. Some, I thought they'd give you a white bread, just white fried, bread. But... Fried white. <sighs> Love it. Um, so, you're in a sort of space canteen. What time of day is it? Is it the evening? The morning? Uh, I think... Unspecific. Unspecified. Because we're in space? Yeah. So there isn't... I don't know how the days work on here. Okay. It works on a sort of 24-hour cycle like Earth. I'm imagining it to be quite dark. I would imagine it's dark. low-level lighting. Oh, inside, certainly. Yeah. Certainly. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that was me there doing a sort of Star Wars Mos Eisley cantina, that's what I thought. but without the copyright. Yeah, that's what I thought. So, oh. The canteen you find is advertised by a gaudy crypto-fluorescent animated sign depicting a large crush-class stellar battleship driving into a foaming glass of undefined liquid. Mm. The sound effects are deafening, full of fusion motor roars, laser zaps and damn-sized splashes. Looks promising. Entering the premises, you find the joint packed with drunken flotsam and jetsam. There is hearty laughter, the obligatory fight in the corner, and it's all very, very noisy. So just to clarify, we're not going to get a fried breakfast here. I don't it's think like you... yeah, <laughs> It's like a pub. Yeah, it's like a bar. So cantina means bar. Yeah, like it's like the Mos Eisley cantina. Uh, like that's, that, there weren't people having porridge. Is that why you were confused when I was talking about dirty tea? Yeah, yeah I thought it floors. might have been a cocktail. Ah, oh, that's why I asked if it was in the, in the morning or the evening. Okay, right. That was a miscommunication. <laughs> that's fine, though. That's good. That's fine. That's marriage, isn't it? How dare you? A small sign over the bar announces that no aliens are allowed. Very promising. Mm. Will you approach one of the barmaids for a tip about who in the bar might be best to approach for a bit of 
underworld largesse turn to 30. Or just mingle and see what you can find out. 362. I'd quite like to chat to the barmaid, so I'll talk to her. Give her a wink. 30. Hey there, you shout at a young bar wench. I'm new in town, and I'm sort of looking for somebody who can help a young and scrupulous type of person like me get along without having to work in a regular way, see? Oh yeah, she sounds back disdainfully. What'd you do, Zero Ed? You perform a quick bit of thinking here. What's absolutely essential for a drug-producing outfit? I'm a chemist. I make funny little crystals for people to stick into their bloodstreams, you yell. She blinks at you a bit, obviously thinking without seeing you. Hiking up her skirt, she reveals a garter purse. Slapping it, she says, 500 kopecks, jerk. Will you pay her or not? So I have to pay her to tell me what job I can do? No, you to tell her where a chemist might find some work. You can well, pay her, or if not, you decide you'll just have to mingle. Well, I've got 5,000, and 400 seems a bit steep. 500. That seems a bit steep for information. Yeah, but, you know... So... You have I, got 5,000, though. That's 10%. Will I need that money, though? I don't know. This is the decision that you must make. I think she's taking the mickey a bit, really. I mean, she's taking the mic, or yeah, is she? Yeah, because she's using her legs and her garter business, her power. She's using her femininity yeah. and her power. Yeah. yeah. And also, it's probably a safe place to have it. That's true. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I will give her the money. Okay, you so will pay her. Gives me 400... 4,500 like 4, 500. left. You part with your 500. The barmaid pulls you close and points out two people at separate tables. One is a pale, drawn-looking man alone with his beer. The other is a fat, middle-aged woman playing cards with six or seven men. Which will you approach, the man or the woman? The woman. The woman. Fat, middle-aged woman playing cards with six or seven men. Three, four, three. How dare she? (laughs) (laughs) Three, four, three. The woman is really horrible. (laughs) Gap-tooth, beery, burping and coarse. I mean, she sounds like a legend. Yeah. But the way she commands the men playing cards with her shows that she has real power. What form of power, however, is yet to be seen. Will you try and join the card players, turn to 304, or wait until they finish and follow the woman? The legendary woman. Uh, so if I join them, I play the game, yeah? Yeah, join, so the, join the card players I'll to play the game. I'll get to speak to her anyway. Yeah, or you can just wait wait until they finish and follow her. Um, I want to get to know this woman, so I'm going to play... Play the cards? Yeah. Mind if I join in? You ask, pulling a chair up to the circle of card players. Uh, what, what can she be? What like, about um, Southern American? Oh, good shout, yeah. I like that. Mind if I join in? You ask, pulling up a chair to the circle of car players. Yeah, I do. Get lost. No, they went to New York again. No, so you go, um, 
What's the name of streetcar? Blanche Dubois. I'm Blanche Dubois. Yeah, I do. Get lost. Yeah, that's get lost. One. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay, right. Yeah, I do. Get lost, says the woman. After a bit of wheedling, however, she changes her mind and lets you sit in. You discover that her name is Zira Gross. <laughs> well. I don't, I don't know if this... Is all it these gross dis- or is it gross? Maybe... Maybe gross, yeah. yeah like gross. Maybe it's like a bouquet bucket situation. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if maybe the description of women has aged all that well in no. some of these... Uh, sort of this book For sure. particularly. But you discover that her name is Zira Gross and that ostensibly she runs an import-export agency. Aha! You try a pointed joke to see what reaction the word drugs might have on them. More exporting than importing, I'd wager. The nature of the drug business being what it is. Ha <laughs> ha You laugh. The sudden silence and stony faces around the table are a little disconcerting. Okay, boys. Time to teach this little worm a bit of respect. The five or six men with whom you are playing cards rise to their feet and attack you. You are beaten, as they say, almost to a pulp. Oh, no. Lose two stamina points permanently. Whoa, so that's 18. Still quite high, though. When you finally come to, the bar is almost empty. It's early morning. On the new day, after a bit of medical attention and rest, you head off to the city central library. There might be some information about Zira Gross on the case list. Mm. Turn to 80. So. If in doubt, go to the library. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Will Uh, it have the Dewey Decimal System in this? I would assume so. It's it's a perfect system for cataloguing books. For sure. Uh, For those who don't know, and why would you? Bryony worked at a library for a bit, didn't you? Yep. Second generation librarian? Yep. The City Central Library is an enormous complex housing millions of volumes of vidis, microfilm and even a few books. It is almost devoid of human life when you arrive. There is no organic staff and most subscribers get their information or volumes they want sent to them by cable. Mm. You seat yourself at a terminal marked for public use only. Will you start by looking through old video news for something on local organised crime or look up some government release statistics instead? I don't think I trust government release statistics because I'm undercover, which suggests that it's likely that the government are being bribed or they're involved. So I imagine their statistics are flawed. Much like most statistics right now. Indeed. So I would look at the other option. What was it? Crimes. Reported crime. Old video news for something on local organised crime. Turn to 41. Yeah. So let's learn about who's actually involved first. After several hours scanning the previous several years, daily news releases and case lists, it becomes evident that there is very little to find. No articles at all on organised manufacture or dealing of drugs, and only one tiny snippet under a case list released four years ago which reads, Central Criminal Court 3, State versus Z Gross and B Blaster Babbitt. 
Before Justice Zark, charge trafficking in illicit organic materials, sitting at 10.30am. After that, there's nothing. No record of conviction, nothing. You look them up in the Vidiphone directory and find an address for B. Babbitt, but there is nothing for Zed Gross. I met her last night. Yeah, but you don't know where she lives. No. But she I knocked know you she spark is. out, bruv. I knew she was bad news. Well, there you go. <laughs> Will you go and look over B. Babbitt's address or go to the State Computer File Center and see if there's anything else about these two that can be uncovered? Um, I think maybe we'll go to the address. Yeah. What have we got to lose? Yeah, use your instincts, I'd say, D.I. Chase. I don't think the state... It's not Chase, actually, it's Chance. Chance, so that's it. let's yeah. chance it. Okay, <laughs> sorry about that. That's, uh, that's perfectly fine. <laughs> <laughs> Two, five, six. All right, we're going to go B. Babbitt's house. B. Babbitt. Two, five, six. Two five six. The place when you find it on the city outskirts turns out to be a large, run-down warehouse. You enter the warehouse grounds. Will you enter the building via the large main entrance at the front? We'll have a look around the outside first. Well, judging by the fact that I was quite gung-ho with joining the uh, the card game yesterday and ended up getting kicked half to death, maybe I shouldn't chance this one and I should look around the periphery of the building first. Okay. Just to see if there's any goons lurking One eight eight. that I might have to see off see before off looking anymore. Yeah. Makes sense. Circling around towards the back of the hangar-sized warehouse, you discover a small door partly hidden behind some piles of rubbish. You force this entrance rather easily. In front of you is a short corridor which ends in two doors, indistinguishable from each other. You approach the doors. Which will you go through? The left or the right? I mean, I'm yeah, I'm a lefty, so I'm inclined to go left. Both hand and politic. Yeah. Same. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna go left. Excellent. One four nine. The door opens onto some stairs. You climb them and find yourself on a raised freight landing. Above are doors for the heli jet to enter the building, and below is a storehouse. The door in the storehouse opens and two men enter. Will you lie down in an attempt to remain hidden or try and escape from the landing by going back down the stairs? Well, if I escape, then I'm not doing my job. And these men are probably involved and I want to hear and see what they're doing. But I don't want them to Very see wise. me. So I'm going to lie down and remain hide. Hidden. Yeah. I like it, I like it, I like it a lot. Get 52. low. Yeah, you've got to be bold in here. You can't be running away, you know. No. Fannying about like that. you just got to, you got to do it. Take the ball by the horns. Exactly. I think the accent of Kethar is going to be that sort of New York I did for the customs officers. Okay. So they're all going to have that sort of accent. But we gave the gross woman 
a southern accent. Yeah, because she's maybe from off-world. She's from okay. I'm walking here. They do not see you. Everything ready? One of the men asks. Sure, sure. What time's the dope arriving? Oh, no, that's... That wasn't New York, was it? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Tomorrow sometime. It's coming in from the asteroids again, so we can't be sure exactly when. Might have re-entry problems. They talk for a while about the received arrangements and then leave the storeroom. The landing is a little bit too far above the storeroom to make jumping practical, so you go back down the stairs. Or you continue to explore the warehouse by going through the other door, or leave the place and look for somebody in the space industry who may know something about the illegal space traffic you heard the two men discussing. Hmm. Interesting decision to make because technically I've got the information I wanted so I know that these people are involved in the drug trafficking and these are clearly just henchmen they're not important people they just run the storeroom and the people I'm looking for might not be there but more Mm. people like them might be there that might end up stopping me from being able to use my uh, skills like yeah. that, lose more points and my stamina's already gone down by two so I think I won't stick around I think I'm going to go to where again? You are going to go to look for somebody in the space industry who may know something about the illegal space traffic you've heard the two men discussing Yeah, I'm going to do that Sounds good uh, You've got what you came for Yeah Excellent 384 Oh, the Steedler no, not the Stiedler. <laughs> Quality pencil, that. Will you conduct your inquiries at Kethar's starport or in the city? Hmm. Is the starport where those officers were when I first came in? Yeah, I think so. That's where you landed. So... Um, but if you're looking for space flights and illegal space flights, then... That could be a good place to go. Mm. But then so could the city. I don't know. The other thing is that surely I only arrived like yesterday and the people might recognise me and think, why are they back at the spaceport? Yeah. And that, you know, they did think that I was bringing in drugs. And they took your spy ray. Yeah. Um, So unless I can hide when I'm there or go incognito... Maybe I should go to the city. Go to the city. It seems like a perfectly reasonable choice to me. One, three, one. You hang around the city, frequenting bars, dives, cheap hotels, and even looking for likely persons in the Vidiphone directory. Test your luck. If you're successful, turn to four. Otherwise, turn to 92. So give me two dice, BD, and you need to get under 11. Under 11. Should be easy. Yes, seven. Seven. So you are lucky. Uh, where were we? If you're successful, turn to four. In a sleazy bar, you discover a hoary old asteroid miner down from space for a two week drinking binge. Lots of illicit traffic. <laughs> he cackles. Lots of illicit traffic, my little fed. <laughs> but it'll cost you 500 copecks to get the location out of me. Will you pay him the 500? 
will go to the Starport and continue your inquiries. Well, nothing comes for free in this town. That's certainly so, true. So, last time... Didn't go well, did it? Well, it didn't go well, but that's maybe because you chose to make a joke about trafficking drugs, which was sort of spectacularly misjudged. Mm. But, you know, as we know from the namesake, taking a chance. <laughs> he lives on he the was, edge, DI Chance. Why are you saying it's a he? She. You know, she lives on the edge. So... And I don't know. So this is a miner, right? What does he mine again? He's a hoary old asteroid miner. So I'm just <laughs> wondering what he's going to use this 500 for. He's on a two-week drinking binge. He's he needs all the dosh. Yeah, he's just drink it, isn't he? Yeah, he's going to slam it okay. down. Okay. Hmm. Okay. How many drinks time. have I had so far? You haven't had any. So I've been pretending, right? Because it well, seems maybe. like to get some information <clears throat> out of him, I probably would have had to drink him. You know. It doesn't Coffee specify, but we could we could put that in. Yeah, I, I imagine you'd probably have had a had few, a few, okay. few galactic whiskies, or or some bubbling ale or something. Bubbling ale or some what did you call it? Dirty tea. Some dirty tea. Yeah, dirty space tea. Lovely. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I mean, I. Are you gonna pay the man or not? I'm probably gonna have to pay him, aren't I? Because I need to know. You need to know the info. I mean, you've got money, you may as well use it. Well, it's going down. It is, you're now on four, four grand left. Not budgeting well. Three, five, five. Also, I'm concerned that I haven't eaten yet, so... I mean, None I... of that money's been going <laughs> on food, so all these dirty teas, I hope this mind has been buying them for me. I, I, I think <laughs> we can take it as read that even though it's not specifying... You're probably staying alive okay. by eating. So this money is and is purely for purposes of bribery. Yeah, I don't think it's for food okay. or, you know, it's not specifying that you're going mm. for poo. But I assume in okay. the sort of two days you've been here that you have. Well, different gravity forces well, on maybe, an unknown planet might mean that. Maybe you know, like when you go on a plane and then like the day after you can't have a poo. Yeah, it might be maybe. like that. Could be, and I imagine hyperspace travel. Even worse. Uh, so, what would I have been eating on this planet, do you reckon? Like some... I don't know. Would there be like some nice... Uh, sandwiches? Sandwiches? Yeah. No. Nice BLT. Lovely. I reckon... Hmm, I reckon D.I. Chauncey likes a bit of uh, ramen or something you like reckon? that. Yeah. So he's a bit like... This is... I mean, this could be a bit sort of blade runner yeah i reckon yeah okay i'm not going to give everyone chinese accents no that's Japanese fine accents. we didn't say that it was an asian planet in fact you've given everybody <laughs> american accent yeah. so far. yeah that's fine okay um, well it could be a diner couldn't it could be like some burgers or something yeah have a nice space burger i mean maybe we're we're getting distracted okay i'm just visualizing the world okay i i think a nice bowl of ramen space ramen like blade runner okay i think i i envisage kethar as a bit of a blade runnery type type of place we did say that the cantina had lots of neon yeah earlier. true okay deduct the 500 copex from your credit account done the miner informs you that a certain large asteroid known as c230 is at the centre of a hive of activity. 
I might want to jot that down, Ryan. That sounds like it might be important. C230. Is this an asteroid? An asteroid. But this is where I was earlier. Well, after I knew a... it. Yeah, but you did. There were hundreds of thousands of them, Brian. You didn't know which one to go to. It's instinct, Tom. After receiving the news, you notice a small insect land on the table in front of you. Insect? No. A bug. An electronic Mm. bug, cunningly formed so as to look like a real insect. You can see the tiny jets under the mock wings and the vidi camera for an eye, looking straight into your own. Will you go to the asteroid C-230, or will you attempt to lose the bug? Yeah, I mean, the bug is connected with this dodgy, hoary man, clearly. I disagree, actually. Turned up as he was telling me information that could possibly be a trap. I would guess that this hoary old space miner is just having a lovely time. I wouldn't say that he is particularly high up in some criminal ranks Mm. but I think maybe in your asking questions might have ruffled a few feathers maybe old Zed Gross or Bebabet maybe they've just put a bug out so these are spy bugs not from the government these are from criminal organisations we don't know they might be following me one and the same am I right am I right (laughs) They might be following me to give me help along the way and guidance. Maybe. You, know, you just don't it's know. It's a bit sinister, isn't it? A bug. Um, well, uh, I'll have to lose it then because if we're assuming that it's it's like insidious, then it will just follow me to the asteroid. If Can it actually fly through space, though? Or would it crawl on my body? I, I would As imagine I the... it would struggle to get to space, but it will probably be able to get into your ship. Mm. Okay, I'll try and lose it then. 53. You swat that the bug, but it flies away and settles on a rafter above you, still watching. You attempt a few manoeuvres, diving into a passing helicab, walking for a crowded shopping mall, and even running in and out of different elevators. But all this is to no effect, evidently, as you find out when you leap out of the elevator and are confronted by two men holding blasters 15 centimetres from your belly. There is no chance of escaping them, as you'll be blown to pieces from this distance. They lead you out the back of the shop which you were in. Turn to 316. Turn to Austin 316. Mm. Out the back is a large black ground car with reflective windows. They bundle you into the rear, keeping their guns trained on you. Time for a little ride. (laughs) Laughs the driver. You are taken for a drive out of the city, into the country of a large manor house. There are shady-looking gunmen all over the grounds. As you are led out of the car towards the house, you see an opportunity to escape. A quick dive into a privet hedge, followed by a short roll down the embankment, and a sprint for all that you're worth. Will you attempt this escape? Or let the gunman lead you into the house. Well, I'm actually quite intrigued now because sent for you. it's a big manor house. It looks mm. like I mean, it could be owned by a drug lord who's made a hell of a lot of money yeah, from space importing dope. But if I run away now, I don't know how far away I am from that town. 
and I don't mm. know where my spaceship is, and they've got a car and big guns. So I don't think I'd get very far. So I think I'm going to stay and see what I want. DI Chance knows when to not take her chances. <laughs> 170. You find yourself in a plush room, either a library or a study. Books on real wooden shelves line the walls. There is real wooden furniture, heavy mm-hmm. and smoky with long years. Sounds like your ideal house, doesn't yes. it? Yes. Behind a massive desk sits an equally massive, but certainly uglier woman. <laughs> Bloody hell. Is it? She smiles <laughs> gap tooth at you. That's, that's G gross, isn't it? Is it Is gross? gross? Is it gross? Gross. It doesn't say it's gross, but Is it, it does. Mrs. Gross. Let's find out. Um, she smiles gap toothy you it does sound like her so I'm going to give her the same voice in case it is and if not then is she morbidly fat as it explains in the last yeah it does say um, equally massive behind a massive desk (laughs) wow I know this writer is not a fan of women she smiles gap toothy you you gave us quite a turn you did dropping out of space all unexpected like in that soul boys she looks around at the other gangsters who are lolling about the rest of the furniture, cigarettes dangling from their lips, and bleary, boozy eyes fixed disinterestedly on you. Yeah, they answer. We don't have federal investigators visiting our little planet all that often, do we, boys? She asks again. Nah. Suddenly, she leans forward, staring at you. Her voice is icy. You have two choices, Nark. Either you go to a meeting that we've arranged for you to pick up a box of documents for us, or else. Will you agree to go to the meeting, or take the or else option? Um, well, I mean, taking the or else, knowing that I got beaten by her goons last night. Yeah, they're going to absolutely have It's not a good idea. And, although my cover has blown, although I don't know how she knows that, because that suggests she's been following me from the beginning. Well, I think we might have found the source of the little bug. Well, yeah, but she only, you know, that only came up in the the place with the miner, right? But But you only noticed it in the place of the miner. It could have been following you this whole time. Okay. She seemed surprised, though, when I said that I'd play play cards with her. She didn't yeah, know what so, it was. so maybe she was put, after it, that. put it on you after the Yeah, cards. I reckon so. Yeah. Um, okay, well, I'm going to do her bidding, but in the hope that I can somehow infiltrate. Yeah. And and, and yeah, catch them red-handed in some ha- some way whilst doing it. And I think you should just defect. She sounds cool. <laughs> Go to a meeting thirty-five. The meeting they have arranged for you is with Mrs. Taurus, the wife of Clive Taurus, one of their ex-buddies. They take you to the glass houses in the enormous botanic gardens of Cathar's capital city. So it never says that this woman was Zed Gross, but she was described in exactly the same way, so I'm assuming that she is. I think she is. The documents, the punk driver of the black ground sloop you are in explains are in a safety deposit box. They'll have them for you. They park behind the glass house, 
show you to where Mrs. Taurus is standing and push you from the car. Turn to 376. You walk towards her. Mrs. Taurus, you say. She turns, but at that moment two shots ring out from a copse of trees to your left. One slams into Mrs. Taurus, the other to you. Throw one die and deduct the result from your stamina. Oh no. It's the, it's the fuzz. Is it the fuzz? Yes. Three. Three. Deduct three from your stamina. No. 76. Yeah. 15. You both fall to the ground. Mrs. Taurus dropping the bag she was carrying. The safety deposit box with the incriminating documents falls out. Before you can react, the sniper dashes over, grabs the box and leaps into a sloop, which squeals off. What a setup! You lurch to your feet. Will you attempt to chase the sloop? Or aid Mrs. Taurus? I assume sloop is like her vehicle. Um, wow, this is interesting. I mean, who is this Mrs. Taurus? She must be like a gangster mole. Yeah, I think so, yeah. So, She's the wife of uh, an ex-associate of Zed's, Zed Grass's yeah. Clive Taurus. If I help her, then I'm sort of helping the people I'm trying to, like, catch out. But that could actually get me more in with them could win her over yeah but then if I go after the drugs the person stealing it might be it's on my side yeah it's not drugs it's incriminating documents okay the incriminating documents incriminating documents we all have some good info in yeah I don't care about Taurus not even spoken to her yeah so I think I'm gonna go after person After the sniper 191 you run out onto the road narrowly being missed by a carload of picnickers out for a jolly time in the gardens the back sloop is tearing down the street past another car which is heading towards you will you shoot at the villain's car or try to flag the other car down so as to give chase how far away am I from the car if I'm going to shoot it well it is tearing down the street past another car might not get it you might not get might it might miss it um, I would imagine it would be either a luck or a skill roll but you do have I, high luck and skill I think I'm going to chase it you're going to flag down a car yeah okay Center one one three. the driver in response to your frantic waving pulls over to the side of the road what he asks in astonishment when you drag him from the car hey wait he yells when you hurl his vehicle into a wide arc and set off after the escaping villains Looks like you've had a bit of luck anyway, as the ground car you're in is a small, powerful, six-wheeled sport model with twin gas turbines. Yes. You should be able to pull a few hundred kilometres in an hour with this. You flick on the traffic radar, picking up the sloop up ahead and accelerate to 200 kph. Ooh. If you stop to shoot before waving the car down, turn to 387, otherwise turn to 202. The sloop is about 300 metres ahead, clocking 165 kph. It's tearing around a long, wide left curve towards a straight. A small access road is coming up on your left. If you take it, you may be able to cut the distance between the two vehicles. But there is a danger that the access road might not join up with the main road further on. Will you take the side road or stay on the main road? Mm. Oh, Riney. You've got to well, make this decision quickly, quickly, chance. quickly. I'm Come on. Chance it. DR chance. DR chance is going to chance. 241. 
<laughs> I'm so excited. I've snapped the nib of my the pencil. The is broken. <laughs> I've snapped my Stiedler. Taking the access road cuts the distance between the sloop and your car to a mere 100 metres. Yes. You rejoin the main road as it straightens, turn to 202. <laughs> well done, Bryony. Well done, D.I. Chance. <laughs> The sloop flies down the straight and disappears over a humpbacked hill. You cannot see what happens to the road past the crest. Will you assume that the road continues straight and take the crest at high speed, or you anticipate a corner and slow down a bit? Mm. I think I'm going to... Take a DI chance. You just... That's all you can do. You don't know. Yeah. Well, I've got to choose one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to slow down. You're going to slow I'm down? I think it's a corner. Okay, 163. Could be a drop, you see. And if I go fast, I might end up going over a precipice. You break just in time, for there, over the crest, is a tight hairpin bend. Yes! The sports car's six wheels squeal slightly as it whips around the corner and flies onto a long, straight downhill slope. The sloop is about 100 metres in front. Will you push the car faster or stay at your present speed? DI faster! Chance, go faster! All the chances, right? 115. The turbine's given a magnificent amount of power, pushing you effortlessly down the slope to within three metres of the sloop. You start pounding on your horn to unnerve them. The two cars dive into a wood. The road becomes quite curvy, necessitating a reduction in speed. You could try and ram the car from behind and send it into a tree. It is a heavier vehicle than yours and will probably be harder to control in these conditions. Will you try and push it off the road or not? Yeah, I think I will try and push it off the road. Ram it? Yeah. I mean, it could be dangerous. I could spin out, but... It is heavier than you. It could... You could just spin out, yeah. You scrape bumpers with it and plant your foot as you hit a curve. Roll two dice. If the result is higher or equal than your skill, 10 to 183. If it's less than your skill, 144. Two. Two. Two dice. Way lower. Five. Your bumper hits them firmly catapulting the sloop towards the side of the road. Test your luck. If you're successful, turn to 66. Otherwise, 105. Two? Yep, you've got to get under 11. Yes, three. Three. Way under. They swerve wildly across the road before fishtailing over the verge and hitting a tree, wrapping the car around it. A bit of harsh braking brings your own car to a more civilised halt on the side of the road. Turn to 359. I just rode that, like, drove that car like a boss. DI chance. You absolutely <laughs> stormed it. Yes. It's like the Fast and the Furious. Yeah. Just get out. Proper All swagger. gone in 60 seconds. Yes. I am Nicolas Cage. And <laughs> I am Angelina Jolie. Yes. Gone in 60 seconds. Uh, the first DVD that I had. Well, we as a family bought came with our Aww. dvd player when we first bought a dvd player and as it was the only one that and cats and dogs i watched it loads <laughs> cats and dogs cats i and remember dogs. that was a good film <laughs> i never watched cats and dogs i could never get through it i just wanted to watch gone in 60 uh, seconds gone in 60 seconds good film but nicholas cage could not be more wooden I think he's good in Gone in 60 Seconds, you know. I think Nicolas Cage is actually a brilliant actor. And My I did word. watch a good YouTube video about Nicolas Cage's acting and about how it's sort of like a jazz player. He's He does it very methodically, like this weird sort of facial expressions and overacting and 
he sort of wants to move away from naturalistic acting and mm. cr- create a more sort of experimental mm. art form. So actually, so, uh, you sort of assume that he's just a bit shit, but I think it's all quite, you know, thought about. And didn't he a cockroach in a film? I don't know. Like, that is geese. But, I mean, that is geese to eat a cockroach. What's the point of being an experimental actor in lots of blockbuster movies? Well, that's what's so good about it. But who that's else, why it doesn't work. Who else is in blockbuster movies doing this, like, weird sort of Maybe jazz Maybe I'll acting? look back. I'll look back. I'm a big fan of jazz, anything. So, yeah, well, oh, I'll look back and see, but... And there we go. Uh, Vampire's Kiss, that's the film, where Nicolas Cage eats a cockroach and I think is a textbook example of the Nick Cage jazz acting method. Anyway, Bronnie's banging through it, isn't she? Literally called every decision right in that car chase. Will D.I. Chance keep it up, finessing her way to the end and being the undoing of Zero Gross and B Blaster Babbitt? Almost certainly not, because these are really hard, but let's find out, shall we? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Leaving your own vehicle, you approach the wrecked sloop. Looking inside, you can see that nobody survived. You recover the safety deposit box and open it. Inside are lots of incriminating documents regarding two individuals. Can you guess them? Yeah. Gross and... Zero Gross. <laughs> and Blaster Babbitt. <laughs> Blaster Babbitt. <laughs> there are bills for the raw materials necessary to produce Satterfill D. Amounts paid in bribes to the various officials and, what's most important, the location of the receiving facility on Kethar. 
Evidently, the drug arrives from space via shuttle, a little island some 4,000 kilometers off the shore of the main continental landmass. It is stored there until it is sent to the starport on Kethar for shipment out of the system. The box contains the exact coordinates for the island facility. Yes! Turn to 3.30. Well done. You hire a long-range helijet and fly out to the tiny vegetation-covered island. As you circle over it, you spot a large clearing containing a launch pad for shuttles, two landing bays for helijets, and an anti-grav dray. One of the helijet bays is occupied. You land your aircraft in the other bay and climb out. Now that you are closer, you can see three ramps spaced equally around the helijet bays descending onto the ground. Two of the ramps end in quite ordinary looking entrances, while the third finishes in a large freight door. Will you enter one of the ordinary entrances, the freight door, or take a look at the anti-grav dray? So this place is where the drugs are being held, the depot of the drugs. It's not like chemical factory. No, it's where they receive the drugs. The drugs. Okay. Then. Then they yeah. disseminate them. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I've got the option of going straight into the depot or going into a freight entrance. Is that right? A uh, large freight door, an ordinary entrance, or an anti-grav dray. Okay. Maybe. I, I mean, know. that sounds more fun than the other three options. Yeah, should we go and so have a look at it? I mean, I, dray. for one, am quite curious to find out what an anti-grav yeah, dray me is. Too. Me so too. So let's do that. Two, eight. The anti-grav dray is a massive grey device, about the size of two helijets put end-to-end. It floats a metre off the ground. You could attempt to drive it into and through the freight door to give whatever might be waiting a nasty shock. If this doesn't appeal, you could leave the dray and enter on foot to one of the lesser entrances or the freight entrance. Yeah, this is a tricky one because usually DI chance would just go for it and get I mean and get that. That but, is that is the coolest. Yeah. Outcome, isn't it? Yeah. But you but know. at the same time, I've come so far. Nicholas Cage would do that. Yeah. I don't want. I don't want to. You know. Mm. I don't want to. It does me. sound fun. You do have an extra life if you die. Yeah, that's true. But... And I do have lots of pet pills as well. Yeah. When can I take a pet pill? Well, they give you six stamina back. You don't really need it. Mm. All right. Okay. Oh, you haven't been in many fights, really. Have you? Right, I'm going to take the anti-grav and the dray. Dray, and I'm going to sail it right Get a in nasty there. Shot. <laughs> Fly it right in there. Fly it right into their mugs. Two nine two. The drive turbines of the dray whine into life. You steer the clumsy machine towards the freight doors and push the throttle forward. It roars and accelerates at quite a frightening pace down the ramp and into the doors. When you finally come to a rest, you find the Dre has fortuitously crushed four brutish-looking guards against stacks of heavy plastic containers that they were tending. You dismount and have a look around. Turn to 28. Woohoo! D.I. Chance. I mean, I think you're doing the coolest playthrough of this. Yeah! Just absolutely smashing it. We've had a car chase. We've had guns. We've had wenches. And you've just come out of all of it looking effortless. <laughs> um, 20, 
We've had ramen. You've dirty had a nice tea. Bit of ramen. Oh, I could go for a dirty tea right Cantina. now. Cantina. The plastic containers are full of Satterfield D. Looks like they were getting ready to ship it out to the mainland. In one of the corners of the room, you discover the curled up body of a man, obviously killed by the teeth of a rather savage beast, or at the hands of a skilled torturer. With all the fracas you have recently caused in the room, other guards may be coming. We search this man to try and discover why he was killed, or just leave. Um, I don't care about that man. He might have. But leave why? where? Leave the whole place after that, or yeah. go and investigate. Uh, it just says leave. Leave um, the scene or leave the. Leave the scene. Yeah, I don't. You... I don't want to go yet. I, yeah, I, I don't know. They're your two options, though. Well, I'll have to investigate the man then, won't I? Search a man. Discover why he was killed. Yeah. Well, you might find something good. Three fifty. The man has no identification on him, no vendetta marks or anything, in fact, which could give you information. You can only determine the cause of death, loss of blood. In one of his hands, however, he holds four pet pills. Well, hey! You may add these to your equipment list. Leave the room, 10 to 389. Well, not all bad then. Party! 389, you exit the room into a corridor, 253. So it's not leave the scene, it's just leave that okay. room, I think. The corridor leads you to an octagonal room, standing at the centre, contemplating you with at least four of its seven electronic sensors, is a chrome and silver robot, obviously of alien design and manufacture. Welcome. Its size, rising up on its seven articulated legs, extending a few antennae and microwave sensors in your direction. Then it continues. Here we go. Listen carefully. Red I am, with the heart of a scorpion, yet not of arachnia at all. Pincers I have, but I grasp with the unseen. In one word, what am I? With which letter of the alphabet does the answer begin? A, S, or X? Can you... So I'll say it in normal voice. Do it again. <clears throat> Red I am, the heart of a scorpion, and yet not of arachnia at all. Pincers I have, but I grasp with the unseen. In one word, what am I? I'm going to help you with this one. So hang on, it was either X or... A, S or X. Red, the heart of a scorpion, and yet not of arachnia at all. Pincers I have, but I grasp with the unseen. In one word, what am I? Grasp with the unseen? Yeah. That suggests tricky. like understanding. To yeah. grasp something is to understand. Red I am, as in the oh, colour. Oh, book! No, well, it's the colour red. Oh. The heart of a scorpion. The heart of a scorpion. And yet not of arachnia. Not of arachnia. So it's not like a so spider. So is that like, a cryptic, like cryptic crosswords? Like the heart of a scorpion might mean, is that a word inside scorpion? Like score... 
I don't know, that doesn't make sense. Pincers I have, but I grasp the unseen in one word, what am I? I mean, there aren't many that begin with X, so maybe we can warm up. Uh, xylophone or yeah. x-ray so not it's not a xylophone or an x-ray x-ray red i am x-ray vision heart oh. of a scorpion yeah not of arachnia at all pincers i have ray but i grasp with the unseen it's hard isn't this it this is hard should we go with x mm. what would you go with My gut is probably saying S because the heart of a scorpion. Red, I am the heart of the scorpion. Red, yeah, not of arachnia. I mean, it makes no sense to me, to be honest. Pincers grasping without the unseen. I reckon it's pincers I have, but I grasp with the unseen. In one word, what am I? Should we go X? Yeah. You've got an extra life, so... I mean, I know you think it's wrong, so... No, 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 I... <laughs> Brian, the only one that makes sense. I ain't got a Scooby-Doo. All right, we'll try X. One, three, six. Your choice is wrong. No! Evidently, the machine opens fire on you. Shit. Turn to 97, you're going to have to find this machine, I think. Well, he did. It's all going so well. <clears throat> you shoot it out. Antarian robot, skill eight, stamina eight. You go first. So you've luckily got a very high skill, so you're going to hit it every time unless you roll 12. Okay. So that's seven. So he's got a skill eight and a stamina of eight, so you've taken four off already. Great. Uh, Does he hit you back? He does not, because he got an 11. He's got a skill of eight. So that is a eight. Again. eight. Blow him up. Yeah, he's dead. He's dead. Whoa. He's a bit of a Thought he was clever, didn't that. he? Yeah. Thought he was clever. Not good enough. Not clever enough for yeah. chance. How's this for your riddle, mate? Bam. Straight in the head. Riddle me this. <laughs> chance. Don't take no chance. You don't take no shit off robots, mate. <laughs> Leaving the room by another corridor, you come to a T-junction. To the left and right, the corridor splits and heads to a dim yellow light before turning from view. Will you go left or right? Hmm. Both the same. I can't remember what happened when I went left last time. Uh, oh, I'm... Yeah, no, it's good. You heard the uh, guards talking about Oh, something. yeah. Um, hmm. I'll go right this time. Why not? Let's... The corridor ends fairly shortly in a large control panel. The only thing on it which makes sense is the digital readout. Next shuttle due, 75 hours, 31 minutes, 20 seconds. You journey back to the T-junction and follow the other passage. So... So it's going to take ages to the next thing to come Yeah, do you you think maybe you should write that down? I don't know, maybe it feels like it might be important. Next shuttle due, 75 hers, 31 mins, 20 sex. Turn to 360. Corridor leads to a door. It has a brass plate attached to it. Zero 
Gross. <gasps> Door opens as you approach, and there, in a room behind a large desk, <laughs> larger woman <laughs> dictating to a little robot secretary. She is. Guess what? Fat, <laughs> gap tooth, and horrible. A baller. Yeah, she says, not looking at you, obviously thinking you're one of her henchmen. What do you want? Yes, repeats the secretary, scribbling frantically. What do you... Shut up, dummy, she shrieks. <laughs> I'm speaking to... She notices who you are. Him. Well, actually, her. She makes a dive for the blaster on top of her desk. Will you engage her in a gunfight or in hand-to-hand combat? She's got a blaster, though. Does she get well, it? Well, she makes a dive for the blaster. So you either get your gun out and prepare for a... A fight, yeah. or you dive for her before she gets the blaster. She's quite fat, though. So she I mean, might... as as they're at pains to point out every single she time. She might sit on me. She might. She might be stronger than me. Almost certainly. Um, but well, actually, no, because you've got a skill of twelve. Like you can. But I am take... going to fight her hand to hand. You're going to fight her hand to hand. Nice. Why not? Two eighty. You jump over the desk at her and send both of you sprawl into the floor. You trade punches in hand-to-hand combat. Zero Gross has a skill of eight and a stamina of eleven. So this time, we both roll at the same time. Mm-hmm. We both add our dice rolls to our skill, and whoever wins takes two off the other one. So your skill is super high, oh, so you're okay. almost certainly going to win every okay. single one. Okay. Let's go. I've got six, and you've got five. Five. Yeah, uh, you've got a high skill, so you punch Zero Gross in her Do I... face. Does that go up then? No, 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 oh, no. Right, okay. I, I take two off. So okay. I'm on nine. Here we go again. So I've got four. And I've got seven. So that's fifteen. And you've got. 16. Yeah, so you win. Again. I've got five. And I've got five, six, seven. So you give her another punch. Gosh! Punching her round face. <laughs> and you both square up again, and off you go. Ooh, so six, seven. seven. I've got eight. You've got seven. You do it again. She's down <laughs> to three. You're just pummeling her gap teeth. Ow! I've got three. And I've got four, so that makes twelve. You yeah. again. I'm on one left. And we've both five. got five. But you punch her again. How, do you, wanna, how do you want to see her off? Punch her right in the gut. No, in the eye. <laughs> Thumb in the eye. Thumb straight in Zira's gross eye. Gross. You defeat her, turn to two, four, three. Whoop, whoop. She lies whale-like. <gasps> no. Take that, gross. Zira, you say, slapping her face. Tell me about the organisation. Unfortunately, she is extremely dazed and can only mumble up, up and then left. Turn to one, two, six. Up and left. Up and left. You might want to write that down as well. I'm on it. 
you leave the room via another door and find yourself in what is obviously a command room. Huge vid screens and floor-to-ceiling computer banks adorn the walls. Video links are set around at regular intervals. It all ticks over and flashes quietly to itself. The screens show production figures of Satterfield D in tonnes per month, arrival and departure times of helijet flights between the island and mainland, and the exact location of the asteroid in which all the drugs are manufactured. C-230. This is obviously not the complete operation. What you need to take out now is the production asteroid. Turn to 87. I've got to take out an asteroid. Got to blow up an asteroid. Guess so. Well, you've got to take out the manufacturing facility. Right. Someone cooking chips next door. I just got a smell of chips. Should we go that greasy spoon later? No. <laughs> ah, shut. You return to the mainland and then rocket out to the asteroid belt. If your own spacecraft has been destroyed, you will have to hire another at a cost of 2,000 kopecks. If you cannot afford this, then you have failed. Well, ours hasn't been destroyed, has it? We just had a spy ray taken away. That's yeah. It. When you approach the environs of the drug runner's asteroid, the command screen on your ship flashes a message. Minefield, surrounding target. You look out to see a thickly clustered globular minefield set around the production asteroid. A very tricky proposition. Will you shoot your way through the mines, or carefully manoeuvre through instead? Surely if I shoot at mines, I'm going to blow up. Yeah. Near me. Well, if if you're far enough away. But also it will alert... Yeah. Anyone who's there to the fact that mm. you're there. But I imagine it does say a very tricky proposition. What to go round them? To go round, I should imagine. Yeah, but you know, it's DI Chance. DI Chance got, you've got a lot of shields as well, haven't you? And yeah. you've got a lot of skill. Yep. You've still got a lot of luck. I although am... you have used your luck, so. Okay, well, I'm going to go round them. 19. Gently nudge your ship between the closely packed mines. Roll two dice. If the result is higher or equal than your skill, 351. If it's lower, 370. So. Six. So that's way lower than your skill, so 370. You make it through the minefield safely. Yay! The production asteroid is just a short way off. Turn to 312. Don't jinx it. Don't jinx it. That uh, gross might come back. (laughs) She might. In a large spaceship with a big gun. With one eye. (laughs) The other one thumbed out by you. (laughs) The asteroid is covered with batteries of phasers, and having been alerted to your presence by your passage through the minefield, is using them in an attempt to deprive you of your life. You will have to fight these outer defences before attempting to launch. If you have any smart missiles left, you may launch them. I have, I've got two. For each smart missile, the asteroid will lose two shields. By the fact it's saying you 
if you have any left, you may launch them. Sort of makes me think that maybe we're coming to the sort of end mm. game and you might not need them after this. Okay. Because it's basically sort of saying, you may as well unload them here. Okay. But sometimes they can be little tricksy buggers and it mm. might be saying that, knowing that you have a big space battle coming. Um, can I just use one? Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. How, how many lives does it take? So normally it will completely destroy the ship, but these asteroid defences, it will only take off two of their shields. And then I And it has to... six shields. And then I have to shoot it. And then you have to shoot it with your phaser. Okay, well, I might as well use one of them. Yeah. To take a couple of... So its shields go down to four. Yeah. So I take... And then, so it fires back at you. Okay. It's got a weapon strength of nine, so I need under nine. Which I... Get five. So I take one yeah. off of your shields. Oh no. You can fire back and you need to get under seven. Under seven? Mm. No! You miss. Fire back at you. And I get way over, I get 11. Yes. You get three. Three. So you knock Knock it down to three shields. Take that. Fire back, and I do get under. I get a five. To which you take another one off. Oh, no. What you Seven want? Seven shields. You've got another go. smart missile go. if you want to. But how many have you got left? Three. <gasps> okay, let's see. So that is. That's seven. That's what you miss. No! And I get a six, seven, eight, nine. I miss as well. Okay. Four. Yes. <laughs> you hit. So I'm on two left. Shall I just use it? That's up to you. I've got to shoot you back first. Oh, right. Five. Hit ya. That leaves me six shields. So now You're on half I shields. need to get less than seven. Or just fire a smart missile. It's up to you. Are you on one or two? I'm on two, and it will destroy me. Mm. Smart missile. But then I don't have any smart missiles less. Mm. Will there be more ships? I don't know. This is the choice you have to make, uh, DI Chase. There might be more ships, and I've only got six shields left. I think, the way I see it, your shields are the most important, because you lose that, you did. Okay. So... I will use my smart missile. You sure, DI Chase? Yeah, and I will destroy you. Okay. You lock on to the asteroid, the final asteroid defense gun battery. Press the smart missile button. <laughs> Launches the air. The homing device ticks away and then slams into the final weapon. Bang. <laughs> if you win, you may either dock at the main entrance or one of the few emergency airlocks set into the asteroid surface so I have to choose choose the main entrance or uh, the emergency airlock hmm. well I mean people know I'm there right because that thing was waiting for me I, there's been a big commotion yes yeah, yeah. we do know you're there yeah. but one of the airlocks would bide me a bit more time maybe emergency airlock set into the asteroid surface but at the same time, do I just want to get in there and get it done? So no DI Chase. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go. Oh no! I keep calling you DI Chase. Yeah. DI Chance, isn't it? 
I'm it's sorry. okay. It's fine. I will go into the airlock. Into the emergency airlock. 273. The surface of the asteroid is pockmarked and glowing from your assault. You bring your spacecraft down the spacewalk across the airlock. Once through it, you find yourself at the end of a long zero-gravity tunnel heading into the bowels of the asteroid. Floating down it, you come across an airtight security door set into one of the walls. It is unmarked. Will you continue down the tunnel, turn to 195, or go through the door? What's the door going to again? It's unmarked. It's just set into one of the walls. I think I'm going to go in the door. Into the door? Yeah. Okay. Two, three, four. Behind the air door is a room full of pressure suits and emergency air tents. There is nothing here of use inside the asteroid, only out of it. You leave the room and go back down the tunnel. Nine uh, five. Just a little diversion, pointless. Might be useful to know if you have to make an escape though, because uh, these are the escape things. airlocks. Pressure. So actually, at some point, you might have to come out, and it might say, "Do you want to go inside a door?" The tunnel ends in a large cylindrical chamber. Floating in front of you, blocking your passage, is a device constructed of four cubes set in the shape of an X, with a cubic hole in the centre. Bright blue bolts of electricity fly between the cubes through the central hole. With a low hum, it begins to approach. Flashing becomes more frequent and it begins to lash out towards you in great electric arcs. Will you fire at this device with your blaster, try to drive past it, take a flying leap and hit it with your boots and thus, hopefully, send it out of control? I'm going to jump it and hit it with my boots. Nice. <laughs> Kung Fu style. I mean, DI Chance is absolutely... Multi-skill. DI Ch- <laughs> Chance has basically finessed his way through Ch- the rest of the book. Chase, keep calling me Chase. I'm so sorry. It's alright. It's because I had a teacher school called Mr. Chase. Roll two dice. If the result is higher or equal to your skill, blah blah blah. You got an eleven. Oh, it's still under. It's still under. The only way you can fail these skill tests is by rolling twelve. You rolled right. eleven. Right. But uh, passed, I believe. Two, six, okay. three. It's sort of amazing how much of an advantage you get just by rolling a six on your skill at the start. The sentinel spins out of control and dashes itself to pieces against the wall of the chamber. When it's finally stops barking, you move past it towards the exit. The exit leads you down another zero gravity tunnel to a crossroads. You have three tunnels to choose from. Straight ahead, left, or right. Um, I think I'm going to go straight ahead. The tunnel ends in an enormous rough-hewn cavern. Through the centre of this cavern, in a line heading to the exit on the other side, hang three metallic spheres, each adorned with what seem to be large, loop-shaped handles. 
The rest of the cavern is filled with bulbous creatures devoid of eyes or any other sensory organs bar a set of long tentacles which they constantly search the zero gravity space around themselves. We try reaching the other side by jumping from sphere to sphere or by wending your way through the bulbous creatures. Three bulbous spheres, and I imagine that will be a bit like Hang Tough from Gladiators. You know, we have to swim oh, between yeah. them. There are these tentacles just flying through the zero gravity. Okay, hair. so... And I would imagine you do not want to touch one of them. Yeah. Um, I'm going to try and jump. Jumping from sphere to sphere? Yeah. You can wind your way through the bulbous creatures. But aren't the bulbous creatures tentacled? Yeah. But they might... You're Touch gonna try jumping, yeah, yeah. You're gonna try jumping. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's try jumping. Yeah. On three seven. And you know what this is? Test your skill. Okay. I'm ready. And Three. Pass green colours. You make it to the first sphere and jump to the next. Test your skill again. Okay. Five. You make that one. You make it to the second sphere <laughs> and jump from the next. Roll two dice. Test your skill. Okay. And you've Five passed again. again with flying colours. Two, four, four. You make it to the third sphere. From here, you can easily make it to the other exit. Turn to three, two, eight, three. Going through it, you find yourself in a large chemical laboratory. Stainless steel and glass apparatus rise on all sides. This must be the factory proper. Here is where most of the Federation's illegal Satterfield D comes from. There's nobody about, so you busy yourself with destroying some of the equipment. While doing this, you notice two exits from the room, a door and a corridor. Which will you take? The door or the corridor? Hmm. Why am I leaving the room? I take it you, this is after you've... Um, destroyed some of the equipment okay um, I think I'm going to my gut instinct is to go to the corridor okay corridor 205 the corridor leads to a small storeroom where evidently the finished Satterfield D is packaged prior to shipment to Kethar large quantities in both powder and tablet form are present Take a small amount as evidence, mm. if you wish. Oh, I bet you do. I don't know what you narcs are like. So I'm not actually taking it and then yeah. eating it. Just take it. No, you, you take it as evidence. So I'm air quotes. Drugs. So just put yeah, a nice big bag of Satterfield D. Leaving the store, you go back to the laboratory through the other exit. Turn to one six six. You enter a room which has gravity. Before you is a wide, deep pit, spanned by a narrow bridge with no handrail. On the bridge stands a tripedal alien holding electric braces in each of its three paws. It's considering you with three eyes. Thankfully, it has only one mouth, albeit a very large one. Halt, it says. I'm going to put loads of effects on my voice there, so I'm sounding like an alien. Halt, it says, and then without waiting to see if you do, fires several bolts of electrons at you. If you possess any Satterfield D, turn to 127. Mm. Otherwise, 88. 127. We do. <laughs> I'm 
knew it was right to pick up those drugs. <laughs> you take out a few tablets of the drug and dodge towards the bridge. Bright gashes of electrons dancing around you. When you are close to the alien, you throw the Satterfield D into its gaping, huge mouth and duck back to the door. The monster stops flying, chews a bit, squats on its haunches, and then slips over into the pit. Yeah! Turn to 49. Well, Take that. Done. You spangled an alien to death. <laughs> With the alien vanquished, you cross the bridge and go down the exit corridor, coming shortly to a T junction. Will you turn left? Oder right? Um, I'm going to go left. Links? Yes. Literally the only German I know. The corridor leads you to a tiny cubic room with doors on all of its surface. Each door is a bright shade of red with a little black button set in the centre. Turn to 225. Which door button will you press? Front, back, left, right, down or up? Oh, up. Did you say up, up and left or just up, up and, and left? Up and left, I thought. Up and left. The door opens to an identically cubic room. Turn to 186. <laughs> so, which door button will you press? Front, back, left, right, up or down? I'm going to go left. Left. 381. The door opens to a sumptuous living area. Carpets, modern furniture and diffused light. There is even a trendy folding screen decorated with off-world scenery next to the door. In the wall opposite the door you are standing in is a wide corridor leading to another similarly decorated room. In the corridor stand two identical figures of what must be Blaster Babbitt. Tucked under each left arm is an enormous Vank Blaster. <laughs> Good evening, they say together. Time to die, Fed. <laughs> Will you blast the left figure, the right figure, or try to think of an alternate course of action? So, are they the same? Three, three versions of the same person? Two versions, they're identical. They speak exactly together. Will you blast the left one? Are there mirrors or something? The right one, or think of an alternative course of action. I think I'm going to think of an alternative course of action. Okay. Yeah, let's do that then. Because there might be like mirrors in the room. Very good idea, yeah. One could be so a mirror. So if I shoot one, it might not be. Well, exactly, yeah. yeah. I think one of them is real and one of them yeah. is not. So... I'm going to think of an alternative course. Okay. One, four, seven. That's very Twin Peaks, by the way. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I suppose it is, isn't it? Yeah. Final episode. Second series. I never got that far. No, we should watch that again, actually. Sure, yeah. It's great. Yeah. You jump through the folding screen. Baba is standing behind it, facing the opposite yes. wall. The two figures were simply reflections of the real Arskill <laughs> in hiding. Chance is gone. You tackle him. The two of you roll across the thick carpet, wrestling and trading punches in hand-to-hand combat. Blaster Babbitt has a skill of ten. Stamina of eight. Nothing on me. Alright, do you go first? 
Yeah. So, well, no, we, we both do it at oh, the same right. time. It's hand to hand. So, I get 15. And I've got, um, so, 8. So, you've got 20. You smash, you smash Blaster Baba in his thick face. And he goes down to 6. And you swing for each other again. Oh, Blaster Baba gets an 11. So he is on 21. You have got a 9. You're on 21 as well. So you both parry each other. You both okay. punch each other's <laughs> fists and go, oh, oh. bugger, that, that really hurt, but not hurt enough to get wounded. Okay. You go again. So Baba's got... got 13, and you are sailing ahead with 8 again. You've got 20 again. So at, you knee him right in the ghoulies. Right in the ghoulies. <laughs> in the ball bag. <laughs> or army ball bag. <laughs> he says in his piratey, babbity voice. Oh, babbity. He's got 11 again, so he's got 21. He, after you've just done him in the ball bag, that just enrages him. Oh, no. He flings towards do? you. He swings a left hook right in your jaw. Oh, no. Jaws your right out, so take two stamina off, please. 13. Are you going to retaliate? Oh, Babbitt's got snake eyes. He's got 12 in total. You've got 21. <laughs> Again, you take you take that jaw. You just give him, I don't know, what do you, what do you want to give him? A roundhouse kick? Uppercut? Yeah, I like that. Uppercut. Uppercut. And his nose. Oh. <laughs> Put him down to four. He doesn't like that. Three. He's got seven, so he's got 17, and he does you again. You've got 12. Uh, so that's 15. 13, 15, yeah. You uppercut him, and as he's going back, he just sort of uh, Bruce Lee backflips mm. and just kicks you in the chin as he goes back. So I have to take two off. Take stamina. two more off, yeah. Stamina? Yeah. I am on 11. Blast the babbit. Rears up again. He's got a 10. He's got 20. Yeah, he's got a total of 20, and you've got a total of 15. He does he does you a second time. He just does two backflips on the truck. Two more. Two more stamina off. That's not good. Come on. Come on. Come on, chance. No! Oh, you've got snake eyes. DI chance. He's done you again. <laughs> what are you on? Seven now. Seven? He's on four. No. Come on, you've got to roll better than this, DR Chance. You can't let Blaster Babbit beat you. Right, six. And I've got six as well. So you've got two more stamina. 16 versus 18. He's just been backflipping you in the face. He tries to backflip you again. And Chance just grabs his ankle. And he just does it. Slams him to the floor. He's on two left. He's really dazed now. So that is five, six, seven. Blast has got four, so that's 14 versus 19. your 19. How are you going to finish him? So he's on the floor. I reckon you just stamp on his head. <laughs> I did the yeah. eye last time. Yeah. You, you, grabbed, you grabbed his ankle as he tries to Bruce Lee backflip you, slam him onto the floor, and then just stamp on his head. Brilliant. Bam. <laughs> and turn to 400.
Bryony. With the capture of Blaster Babbitt, you have wiped out the leadership of the criminal organisation. Congratulations. You have smashed the drug ring. Your mission is a complete success. Yes! For the first time ever, (laughs) you've completed it on your first night ever go-through. That is quite a spectacular And you didn't even use your extra life. And it's going to sound like we've, because you're my wife, we've engineered that. (laughs) But you've actually just absolutely smashed it. Yeah, despite the inherent sexism of yeah. the book. A woman, DCI Chance... Just DI, she's D, not... Sorry, DI Chance has... Uh, she might she might get promoted to DCI now. OK, but more importantly, she smashed the patriarchy literally in the head. Yeah. And has blasted well done. his ball bag babbit into the, <laughs> into the galaxy, never to be found again. And she's left with all of these amazing things. So I still have She's still got all her pet pills. She's still got yeah. loads of dosh. Yeah. Unbelievable. I can't, I can't believe you did it. And I wasn't rooting for the narc. Yeah, but you are now. You are now. Because of the skill. The level of skill. I mean, you did you did do well. i got to give it to you. That was well good. Well done. Thank you very much, Tom. I enjoyed it very much. Oh, should we have a cup of tea? Yeah, why not? Crikey! She only went and did it, didn't she? Annoying, to be honest, that of all the people, the first to crack it is my wife, but there we go. D.I. Chance, or D.I. Chase, as I kept inexplicably calling her, has cracked the intergalactic drug ring and restored peace to the LF system. Well, bloomin' done. Thanks, as ever, to Sophie Wise for the artwork, and thanks to you for listening. Stay safe, and I'll see you on the next one. Cheers. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.